I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, it's a beautiful day outside today. A little breezy, a little chilly, but other than that, it's a beautiful day. So I'm excited. Uh, Just got back from the gym a little while ago. Uh, Just been a good day. It's been a good day, a productive day so far. And I I know, I always start my podcasts like this. I don't know why, but I do. So anyway, guys, thanks for joining me here on the podcast. Thank you for joining me on YouTube. If you uh, didn't know, a lot of these podcast episodes are filmed for YouTube, so you can find us on YouTube as well. If you want to watch us instead of just listening, that's always a good thing. But you don't have to. You can listen to us right here on the podcast. guys. Today, I want to talk to you about a book that I'm reading by Stephen Covey, and it is not the book that you're thinking of, but uh, we're going to get into that in just a second. But first, I want to play the show, the show, uh, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, the show notes or whatever. I, I, I can't think right now. So I'm going to play the show announcements. Thank you. Thank you, Marty. I don't have a Marty. And uh We will be right back right after this. As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. All right, guys, we are back. So this book that I am reading right now is by Stephen Covey. I'm going to hold it up here for the YouTube followers or, you know, watchers, whatever. This book is called First Thing First, and it is uh, a really good book so far. I'm only in the second chapter, but it's very challenging already. Uh, So a lot of you think when you think of Stephen Covey, you think of the seven habits of highly effective people book. Uh, that's also a great book, but this one, I I don't even know where I got this book. I I just, I, I got it somewhere, but I don't remember where I got it. But anyway, it is really challenging already. And I want to pose a question to you guys that was that Stephen Covey post poses in the book to the reader. And it was really challenging to me. So I want to I wanna just go over that and maybe get some thinking going on your end and, uh, and maybe spur some thought for you, okay? So chapter two is called Urgency Addiction. And I got really thinking about this uh, urgency addiction, all right? So everything's a crisis. You're, you're always running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Everything is... is 
is so important. It has to be done right now. Everything is a crisis. And I know a lot of guys like this. I was like this for a while. And it's it needs to change because what it is, what what uh, Stephen Covey calls it, is an urgency addiction, and there's it it basically manifests itself just like a regular addiction. You're addicted to the adrenaline that you get from everything being a crisis, and what he says in this book is that we've got to get out of that because a lot of those things that we 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 view as emergencies or are very urgent aren't at all. And they're not something that we should even be spending our time on. All right. So this book, I would say this book is more for a business owner that has employees rather than a solo business operator like myself. However, I think it can go, I think you can pull things from this book that would help you as a solo entrepreneur as someone that's just doing all the work themselves. So the question that Stephen Covey asked that I really had to think about, there's actually two of them, but I'm going to ask one right now. What is the one activity that you know if you did superbly well and consistently would have significant positive results in your personal life? What's that one thing, just one thing, that if you did it superbly well and consistent, that it would it would have a positive result on your personal life. Just think about that. What is it? What would that one thing be? For me, I think uh, that one thing that I could do uh, on a on a daily basis, on a consistent basis, that would produce a a positive result would be spending time, quality time, with my family. Now, what I mean by that is getting off my phone. I've been noticing a lot that I have spent, been spending a lot of time on my phone just scrolling through videos, you know, the shorts videos, and they're everywhere because it's, it's so insanely easy to just get caught up in just scrolling video after video after video. And it's become a problem for a lot of people. That in itself has become an addiction for a lot of people. And it is a time waster. 99.9% of that stuff has absolutely no value. It's just entertainment. It's just there to entertain you. You know, I like Paul Jameson, but his shorts videos that he makes, they're just entertainment. They're not there to provide any sort of value other than entertainment value. And that's what he's going for. And I get it. That's how you become popular on, on social media. I get it. And that's his business. That's, you know, he, he has to do certain things to grow his following because that's how he makes his money. He makes his money with a podcast and with social media. And he's chosen to do that. I've chosen not to do that. I make a little teeny tiny sliver of money from social media, but not nothing, nothing worth note. Okay. But when we get addicted to things like that, 
it can become a real problem. And so for me, that's the thing that I've noticed that if I were to stop doing that, it would be a big, big help. So I don't know what it might be for you, but for me, that's one of the biggest things for me that I have to change is getting off my phone, getting off of social media. Now, again, I just bring up Paul Jameson because he seems to have a grasp on how to handle social media. So he just posts. He spends very little time on social media. And, and you'll see that at like, a if you see him at a gathering or where he's at a live event or whatever, he's never on his phone because he's not on social media. He's a content creator. He's not a content consumer. And there's a lot of bad stuff on there, guys. A lot of really raunchy, nasty stuff. And you can get sucked into that and it can lead you down bad roads. And so that's something for me that I have to to get away from, stop spending so much time on social media, and just start doing things like reading good books. Um, in the wintertime, that is what I try to do. I try to read really good books, and this is a really good book. Um, let me pose another question to you that you can think about as we're, as we're going on here, just to try to get you to think a little bit and to maybe create some value for you on things that you can change, things that you can work on in your personal life and in your business to, to be better. All right. We can all be better. All right. So this is another question. What is the one activity that you know, if you did superbly well and consistently would have significant positive results in your professional or work life? Now, there, there's a few things that I can think of, but one thing that I think of in my work life that I could do superbly well is getting, getting out the, the estimates on time and doing a really good job on estimating. Now, I don't do a whole lot of estimates these days because I don't advertise um, and I don't advertise because I'm full. I can't take on any more people unless I hire somebody. And so I'm kind of in that spot where I'm like, oh, I don't know. So um, this this spring, I'm really considering maybe trying to hire somebody. I don't know how that's going to go. I don't know how the economy is going to go. I don't know any of that. But I'm just, I'm thinking and I'm trying to work through some of the issues that I have in my head about hiring someone. And so that's the one thing that I think that I could do superbly well is doing estimates, selling the work. I think I'm pretty good at it. Uh, people seem to, when I meet people, they seem to have confidence in me. I'm honest. I am absolutely 100% honest with people. I don't try to, to sell. I don't try to sell. If I don't think that I can do their property and do it well, I tell them, I don't think I can do your property and do it well. And that, that's, people appreciate that. And so I also try to recommend people if there's, if there's something, you know, if there's somebody that I think that can do it better, you know, then I will, I will recommend that company. And so those are a couple of things that I think of. And then this, just this urgency addiction. They have a whole 
a whole urgency index thing. You can rate yourself in here. And it asks a bunch of questions, and then you rate yourself 1 to 4 or 0 to 4. And uh, you can then score yourself and see if you're addicted to urgency. And it's, it's really, it's really interesting. And then they, Stephen Covey also gives you this, I'm holding the book up to the camera here. He gives you this, this thing that you can look at. It's like this four squares and on the side, it says not important on the bottom two squares and important on the top two squares. And then on the very top, it says urgent. It's got an urgent column. And then on the other side, it's got a not urgent column. And so things that are urgent are like crises, uh, pressing problems in your business, deadline-driven projects, meetings, uh, preparations, things like that. And then the not urgent things are preparation, prevention, values clarification, planning, relationship building, true recreation, or empowerment. And then on the not important under urgent, and this is the section where he says, these need to go, like these need to be done away with. Like you don't even need to think about these things. Um, interruptions, some phone calls. We, we get that a lot here um, in this lawn care business is phone calls. And I don't even answer my phone. Uh, if you guys want to hear more about that, there's an episode a ways back that I did that's entitled, I don't answer my phone. Let me explain. And, uh, I'd go through why I don't answer my phone and how I get away with that. All right. So, and you can too. It's very simple. It's really easy, especially for a solo guy. Okay. Uh, so some phone calls, some email, uh, some mail, some reports, some meetings, many proximate pressing matters, many popular activities. They're not important. They're not important to getting, getting the job done or, or doing your job. They're not. And then the fourth column here under, uh, not urgent and not important trivia, busy work, some phone calls, time wasters, like time on the phone, uh, escape activities such as, um, like, if you're going to escape, you're going to go play golf. You're going to take an afternoon off and play golf. That's not that's not helpful. Um, irrelevant mail or email, excessive TV. Those are all things that we don't even need. So the bottom half, we don't even need to mess with. All right. It's just really the only two columns you have to worry about are the top two, the first and second column under urgent and not urgent, but important. All right. So that's just some of the things in this book. First thing first by Stephen Covey. And I, I'm really enjoying this book. I want to get more into it. I'm not very far into it so far, but those two questions, you know, if there was one thing in your personal life that you could do really, really well, and it would have an impact on your life, what would that one thing be? And then the same question for your business or your work, what would that be? And then work on that. Be the best at that. Spend time on that. Be consistent at that. You know, we see this a lot with people, the big people that are on social media, like, um, like the Spencers, 
like Brian's Lawn Maintenance, like uh, who else? Um, there's a bunch of them. What it takes is being consistent and focusing on that one thing. It's consistency and it is improving and improving and improving. That's what I'm trying to do here with this podcast. I'm trying to be very consistent, putting up an uploading a podcast every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Why do I do those days instead of Monday, Wednesday, and Friday? The reason I do Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday is a very simple reason. On Tuesday and Thursday, there are very few podcasts that come out. And so I want to help fill the void in the content world where there is some content that comes out on Tuesday and Thursday. And then Friday is kind of a buy buy episode for me because it's a faith episode. And so this whole uh, this podcast is about business, faith and freedom. And it is so important to me that you guys understand that with business to have the best business that you can, you have to have faith. You have to have faith in God. And to have faith in God, that com- that brings freedom. And so it all works together. And I, I'm trying to work that together in this podcast. And another part of that is family for me. Now, I didn't have room to put family on there. I just wanted three main things that I focus on. But business, faith, and freedom. I'm not talking political freedom. I'm not talking... Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about personal freedom. I'm talking about religious freedom. I'm talking about spiritual freedom. All right? Because we can have the best business in the world, but if we don't have faith in God and we're depressed and we're anxious and we're, we just feel alone and we feel like there's nothing worth living for, then that's not freedom. We have to have it we have to have both. We have to have business and faith to get freedom. And so that's what this podcast is about. I want you guys to have a really good business and to be able to grow in your faith. And as a result of those two things, have freedom. Because that's where they're going to come from. If you have a job, there's not a lot of freedom there. If you have if, if you're tied down, there's not a lot of freedom there. But if you own your business, even if you do all the work yourself, you can have a sense of freedom. But the only way you can have that freedom is with faith. True freedom comes from faith. All right. So to combine those things, because you want freedom in your personal life, that's freedom from you know, the drudgery of going to a job. So you own a business and then faith freedom that those two things ultimately lead to freedom. Guys, I hope that this podcast helped you out a little bit. I know it's a short podcast today, but I'm telling you, I wanted to talk about this. Just those two questions can have a huge impact on your life and your business if you answer them and then start working on them. All right. So guys, that's it for this episode. I know it's a short and sweet episode, but I really, really hope that you take these questions to heart and really ponder them and really start working on that one thing that you can be consistent at and do really, really well. 
and just charge forward with that one thing. One thing in your personal life and one thing in your business life. You will start to see some real traction when you focus on just those two things.